Yeah, brother. Start cleaning those tires. Yeah, bro. Bro. Great time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. So Sunday drive. Five off, man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass, another week of uh, racing talk. We have a lot of stuff to unpack from the Talladega Race Weekend. We will do that during the course of our show. The usual gang of uh, misfits are all here in the building tonight. Uh, Tom Becker sitting next to me, Noah on the other side, Peter I in, the sum- that <laughs> in the summon seat, and uh, uh, Murdoch pushing buttons for us. You almost you got me flustered. I forgot what his name was. Um, on the hotline, <laughs> we have... Welcome to the show. See, All right, well, I'm out. I'm right, just, exactly. I'm just gonna leave. See you next he week. Didn't yell at you when um, you walked in. That's why. On, yeah, exactly. He hasn't done that in a while. Uh, on the hotline, we have uh, another one of our misfits. Although uh, we 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 claim him as our own, although he's not on the show all the time, but he is in here once a month, and uh, it's uh, the end of uh, of April, which means we can bring him on the show. Nick DeGroot from Motorsport.com is our guest tonight. What's going on, buddy? Hey, everybody, doing good. How about yourselves? Well, we uh, we started out doing good, but then all of a sudden, you know, ten seconds into the show, I forgot people's names, and you know, we've been doing this show for four months together. I'm not even watching, not even counting down anymore. <laughs> like, we're just we're just going. He's you know? like, whatever, you're going to get a two second show. Um, so anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of uh, Talladega, and uh, want to get to that later on in the show. Uh, we're going to play a little game with Nick, a little get to know you uh, segment. We did it with Tyler Ankrum last year. Um, but Nick's been on the show so many times uh, over the last couple of years, and I feel like I don't know him at all, other than the fact that he writes for Motorsport.com and he's a you know an avid avid iRacer, championship winning iRacer. Um, but other than that, we don't really know much about Nick, so we're going to get to know him a little bit better. I think he's tried to keep it that way, but well, yeah. All of a sudden, the line disconnects. The, the key, right. yeah. the, the key is that you hold the power here. The, the longer he can make fantasy NASCAR go, the, the less questions he has to answer. That's right. So that's the key is dragging out his answers. Uh, but you know, when you're when you're sponsoring the the uh, the fantasy NASCAR series right now, um, you don't really have much of much to talk about in terms of point standings because he's been whipping us all for the last uh, month or so. But mm. Anyway, let's start with ARCA Series because I want to kind of go in chronological order just because uh, a lot of things happening in all the races this weekend. But um, with the ARCA Series race, of course, Corey Heim uh, took the checkered flag, Venturini Motorsports, uh, getting another Super Speedway win. But it wasn't Corey's win that uh, got everybody talking. Of course, it was the the accident uh, that happened uh, with uh, Derek Lancaster, who uh, blew a tire, hit the wall uh, on the right side really, really hard. Um, car caught fire. Uh, he ended up with um, some second and third degree burns over uh, some parts of his body. Uh, had some um, uh, lung issues, but he's been on a ventilator. We we understand he's getting better and uh, should be off the ventilator. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Good Lord willing, he will be off those ventilators tomorrow, um, which is certainly good news. But uh, Peter, a very scary accident. One of many that happened over the weekend. Yeah, very scary indeed. Because I've never seen flames out of a race car like that, and I knew something was seriously wrong once. That car came to a stop right there in the turn three grass, and his wife has been giving social media updates daily, and it's just great to see them getting progressively better each and every day. You know, Nick, I, I don't think I've ever – I haven't seen a wreck um, in quite some time that where a fire had broken on a car that spread that quickly because by the time the you know the the crews got there and got the fire put out got him out of the car, that car was almost burnt down, almost to, you know, charred. Um, a lot of the way, and I, it's been a long time since I've seen a car burn that quickly when it hit the wall. Yeah, I actually took note of that. By the time he stopped, the whole rear end of the car was just completely black yeah. Yeah. by the time he had stopped. I mean, that was a very large, very intense fire and really scary moment, and I want to know what caused it and how we can prevent that in the future because that shouldn't be happening in uh, 2021 now. Yeah, no. When you look at the the car, that when they showed it on the on the Fox broadcast, you could see the passenger side window, like the whole that whole side of the car was completely charred oh. too. When they got him out of the car, yeah, it, it it was it was such an odd incident because we usually, like you said, we don't see um, many fiery accidents like that that spread so quickly. And and really, you think about the distance that he went. I mean, the middle of the backstretch all the way into turn three. Um, and he just couldn't get the car slowed down the whole time the fire was spreading with the you know the the how fast the car was going and it was pushing it toward the cockpit and and then finally he was able to dig it into the grass and get it spun around for the car to even stop that was a big thing for me is that it it took so long to get the car to stop and and uh want to make mention like you said Randy that his wife put out a statement earlier today as well saying that 
Um, he will remain on the ventilator for another two to four days, but they are hope to they hope to start weaning him off of it when the time is right. Um, and, and obviously we hope the same. Yep, Tom, that's certainly good news. Yes, sure. it's very good news. Derek uh, is a true gentleman and a driver that was having one of the best races of his career. And it really, I mean, he yeah. was leading the race for crying out loud. And all of a sudden, you know, it's that's how quick things can change. And you're right, Randy, about that fire. It's been a long time mm. since I've seen a car go up in flames like that. That was just scary to watch. Yeah, that, that quickly, too. And, and they said on the broadcast, too, that, that he just came back from having a broken neck last year yeah. yes. um, in another wreck. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when yep. it rains, of and course, claim, And claimed guy. that, you know, that wouldn't have stopped him from racing. That wasn't yeah, what he right. wanted to stop yeah, him. And was, now his ultimate goal was to get in and drive that race car, which, I mean, he, he certainly he did, and he was in line for a, a really good finish, if not mm-hmm. a win. Um, had it not been for that wreck. So uh, just an unfortunate situation. You know, good thing that the safety crews were able to get there and uh, the car held up right. And uh, so hopefully he will, uh, you know, be back soon and then be able to go back to uh, driving an ARCA car, or, you know, his his normal everyday or, you know, normal weekend type car or whatever. But uh, uh, certainly the, the good news there. So over in the uh, Xfinity Series race, of course, Jeb Burton um, took the checker flag in a rain-shortened race, got shortened by, what, 24 laps or something like that, to 25 laps before the end of the race. 23, I was getting there. I um, but um, so he uh, he ended up visiting Victory Lane. Good good uh, good job for Colleague Racing, uh, getting that win at Talladega. Um, but I, I think a lot of the controversy, I guess, that came out of the Xfinity race, Tom, is the fact that the, ra- the rain didn't last as long as they probably thought it was going to. They probably could have dried the track and still haven't been able to get the race in. Yeah, I mean that's I don't know. You you you're sometimes you're just danged if you do and danged if you don't because sure. the you never know when it starts. And I mean it turned into a, as I, I I miss Keith Jackson, the football announcer, college football announcer. You say we've got a gully washer now, and that's kind of what the rain was at that point. Was you know just a it was a flood, um, and you know you would have never thought that it would uh, allow you either time or space and. You know, for 23 laps, as much as it stinks on a super speedway to have a race shortened like that, because you never know what would have happened, right? Everybody waits for the dramatic ending, and we didn't really get one. But, um, you know, I, I think that Jeb Burton's probably pretty happy <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I would, into the rain god. <laughs> I would say that, you know, it, it is hard to um, to know quite how it is. And I think Pacris even tweeted um, you know, once the rain stopped, that they were still under a severe threat warning. There were still, you know, yeah. different things in their area that would have prevented them from getting out and drying the track and having time to get it going. So it would have been pretty challenging to do that. Not to mention they were on the Big Fox network, and I'm sure those people were tapping on the shoulder and saying, we've gotten in more than we thought we'd get in today, so let's just, you know, let's just, you know, not sit here yeah. for a couple hours and dry the track for 20 laps. You we know, have to so. get the underwater basket weaving. Got to yes, hurry up. Yes, we've we got other you know. sports to play. Um, so, uh, Nick, if you look at the post-race interview with uh, with Jeb Burton, I'm glad you got that. Um, with uh, with Jeb Burton, and uh, the emotion that he that he you know exhausted from his face, just knowing you know the, how hard it is to win in this series and how much that win meant to him um, on both a professional and a personal level. Um, you know, standing there in in the, the the garage area crying, you know, wanting to win this so bad for not only for himself but for Carlick Racing shows how much emotion. Uh, and how much toll these these guys you know put themselves through in order to win a race in this series these days? Yeah, I mean, he, as so many people have already said, he's tried so long and so hard to get to this point. He's gotten so close so many times before. I mean, you, you know, there's there's this stigma around race winners when it's rain shortened races like that. But I hope we don't hear anything like that with Jeb. And thankfully, I, I wasn't seeing anything like that. The guy led a bunch of laps, nearly won this same race last year. So I don't care if it's rain short or not. He earned that one, um, like big time. So I, I think that it was an awesome moment to see that emotion from him after that race. And I think it's just the beginning because he's in a really fast car. There, those college cars, they they are quick and they they can win, not just at super speedways. So I think this is going to give him some motivation. We might see him back at Victory Lane more than once this year. We we uh, we'll talk about the other colleague uh, other colleague drivers as well as the one that ran the Cup Series race because he did a really good job too. Um, a little bit later on, I don't know if anybody's seen this uh, this yet. Colleague actually posted this uh, on I saw it on Facebook a few minutes ago, but they are throwback schemes for both uh, Justin Haley and uh, Jeb Burton. Uh, Jeb's doing a throwback scene to his dad's first win, um, which was nineteen what ninety five at the Rock. 
um, the uh, MBNA car, uh, number 22. So that'll be his throwback scheme. Justin Haley is doing one um, that's based on Matt Colley's first primary sponsorship um, when Lee Filter first sponsored a car in the Cup Series back when uh, it was on the GoFast car. Back in was it 2014, <laughs> yeah, I believe, 14, yes. um, when on the 32 car. So they're pretty cool paint schemes. Obviously, Jeb's means more because it's his dad's paint scheme. And it's an sure. actual throwback. It's an, yeah, it's an Well, that's true. 2014 that, was, what, six that's years true. ago? That's and true. it's a very similar paint scheme to the current Lee Filter car. I like so the thought, really doesn't but count. We had, we had that same similar discussion uh, on, uh, on a show several, uh, I guess like a year and a half ago or so, about how the throwbacks don't mean as much if you throw back to the, your own paint scheme from last. Year yeah, from something. a few years ago, <laughs> it's not it's not really much of a, a throwback unless you do something drastic and go you know go that that far. But that's a whole another discussion. It uh, depends because when you get to a certain age, you, if you throw back a week, you have to stop and remember what you did. So <laughs> you know that could be a big thing to throw back to last. There's week. a difference between Derek Cope throwing back to his scheme from 1990, the Daytona <laughs> 500 winner, and Jimmy Johnson throwing back to his scheme from two or three years yeah. ago. Right. Well, of course, when you get a certain age, there's throw there's throwback memories and throwback your back, uh, throw out your back. Well, so oh, you, gosh. you don't really want to do either one. So I, I win um, in that state. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, out six days a week. We we do have to take a break. When we come back, I do want to talk about Cas Grawlick because obviously that is a big time a thing hop. for him. Um, and some other things regarding the point standings and people shifting points from one series to another in order to be able to run the the whole race because. Uh, you know, I guess it doesn't really matter. You know, what side of the spectrum you're on. If you're slow, you're slow. What, what difference does it make? What point standings you go for? But uh, I, we'll figure that out when we come back from break. Uh, all the four of us will be here, and Nick is still here, and uh, he will join us again when we come back from break. This is the Inside Pass on WSIC, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. 
And he wouldn't even turn my mic on. I do. You have to be a certain age to have yeah. your microphone turned on. Exactly. Anyway. I've been cut these, off again. Oh, here these, we go. These young kids make me feel old, and I'm not even that old. So <laughs> I have to keep remembering to cut Nick on, or he'll just stay off That's the true. Well, I was, I'm glad he decided to stay on, because I didn't even Nick, ask how long me. he was going to be on the help show. Me, I totally Nick. forgot. I need your so help. He, he texted me during the break, and he's like, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm like, we're good, because otherwise you can just hang up the phone. I mean, I really don't know what you know the, the protocol, because usually... Some days he's very, very, very busy, and I have to get his people to call my people back, and other days he's fine. Ooh. So I, I don't know how this all works, but I guess it's an off-season now. And he's so he paid by any, the hour, right? He has, yes, and we're a 55-minute show. Um, he doesn't have any <laughs> obligations right now because there's no iRacing going on. So. Okay, so here's our NASCAR chasm moment of the night. Oh, I read Ready? this earlier. I love it. <laughs> Fake texts, NASCAR chasm. If you don't know who NASCAR chasm is, go to Twitter. Get a Twitter account. I don't care if you don't want to be on Twitter. Get a Twitter account. Just You don't have to tweet anything. Just, just follow go follow NASCAR chasm. I see chasm. a lot of my tweets on there. So he does text. fake texts to the winner every week. This week it was Brad. So here we go from Talladega Motor Speedway. Congratulations on the win, Brad. Brad says, thank you. I believe that's six. They said, it is. He says, only took 12 years. Talladega says, we must say that as the premier party location on the NASCAR circuit, that is the slowest we've ever seen anyone complete a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that is that gets a bell. That is true. Uh, speaking of Brad, uh, we'll talk more about Brad in a minute, but it, that's an incredible feat to be able to win six uh, at a track like Talladega. Um, he's in some pretty elite company with the likes of Jeff Gordon and Del, Del Senior and Del Junior, and those that that can't be taken away from him. So no matter what happens for the rest of his career, uh, Peter, that is an accomplishment that that not very many people can say they've beaten. Of course, I mean everyone else who's achieved that feat is a Hall of Famer, and I think someday, years, decades from now, Brad is also going to be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Just the question at this point is, can he cast Dale <laughs> Senior's win total there of ten? I mean, at the rate uh, he hasn't had, you know, if you look back, I think four of his six wins have, have come on the last lap of the race. So he's not one of those guys that dominates the race, um, but he's always there at the end. And, and you know, he 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 gotten a little bit of the accident with uh, his teammate Joey Logano, and still was able to come back um, and, and win the race. You know, in last lap type fashion with all the other wrecking and stuff going on. So he obviously has learned his craft. Um, and if you think about, you know, the fact that he kind of got his start with with Junior, so he was around Junior, and he was, you know, kind of probably around Senior for a little while, too. So, I mean, during the course of the early part of his career, he learned that whole, you know, can, I can see air that that, the, that both of the Earnhardts have, have claimed that they've been able to, to do. And so he, he, he seems a lot like, um, you know, Dale Senior and Dale Junior in a lot of ways when it comes to super speed racing, because no matter where he is on the track, he always seems to find his way up front, Tom. Yeah, he really does. It's it's just amazing. Um, you know, you think about Talladega and how many winners have we had there that we kind of after the race were like, what? Like really? Um, you know, because again, super speedways you get, and yet there's there's those few drivers that just seem to really really get it. And uh, you know, Senior obviously was one of them, and um, and and Brad is is another, and and just a remarkable. And I mean, you look at the top five. I mean, just Keselowski, Byron, Michael McDowell again oh. in the top five in the Super Speedway. Kevin Harvick and Matty D, who I, oh gosh, my heart should've. breaks oh, for him. I just like you know Tyler Reddick. I, I like Tyler, but just at that one moment, mm. I just wanted to like cuff him and stuff him. <laughs> if you I know, like if, Roscoe P. Coltrane. If, <laughs> if I had been at the track, I probably would have went and kicked Truex's car just oh. for spe- you know, just for spite, which that, we can talk well, about in a minute because I feel like. I feel like that that's kind of a nonsensical caution flag because he could have went down pit road, but that's it here. We'll talk about it in a minute. I do um, want to talk about Matty D though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Because because uh, um, there was some interesting moves he made on the last lap. You know, he that, did. That yeah, he did. You know, people look at in hindsight. And uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts well, on him being. I, I wanted to ask Nick because Nick Nick does eye racing on a regular basis, so I'm sure maybe As he do could. I, Randy. Well, you do, but you suck. I know, but he's you, better. you suck at it. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a champion here. <laughs> Fantasy eye racing. Thanks, Nick. We're oh talking God. to a champion here. Okay. All right. So anyway, as I was saying uh, before, the fan interrupted me. Anyway, Nick. Um, so, being somebody who does eye racing on a regular basis, what is it like to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and turn Noah off. You know, he's, he's done. What is it like? Or, or, you, hey, did you drive? Hey, 
Did yes, you? Tra- I did. Oh, so oh wait, nobody can uh, hear you. Not on. Yes, uh, did I you, did. Oh, so you can go ahead and I'm leave. Leaving. I'll take Peter home. Right. You know that may have been the greatest <laughs> black flag in the history of this show, right there. No, the adults are talking. Anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, so, oh, he topped it. Anyway. Um, being somebody who does iRacing on, <laughs> on a regular basis, um, what, what is it like? Because I know you, you've driven you know, iRacing at Talladega and Daytona. You've been out front in the front of a pack and having to block both inside and outside lanes. What is it like being, being in that position like Maddie D was in and having to pick which line you think is going to be the fastest? Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. In this case, obviously, Maddie was not right. Noah, do you want a pen to take notes? But. <laughs> <laughs> Where, did, where does this, where's this crayon box? I, you know, let him color while we're doing this. Yeah, let me let me color. He has something to do while we're talking about this. I'll put some colorful <laughs> words on a sheet, and, and you can read them later. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Nick, Nick, what do you think? Bell us out of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, hindsight's great and all, but I, I get how in that moment it is so difficult deciding by blocking this lane, am I blocking that lane? Especially in that circumstance when both lines seem to be coming. At that moment, I think you kind of just have to rely on your spotter to kind of tell you what to do, even even at the end of the race. And I don't know what a spotter was saying in his ear, but on that bottom line, McDowell was giving Brad such a huge push. And even though the outside was getting a pretty good push, I just think in that moment he needed to stay there and take Brad's push. And it would have been the safest thing to do. But, yeah, again, hindsight. I mean, you don't know. And when he goes to the outside, he was still hanging with him all the way down the back stretch until Reddick makes – the move he thought was going to do something <laughs> and that kind of killed the outsides momentum. So he still was probably going to be okay without Reddick pulling out of line there. So, I mean, it could go either way. It's Talladega, but I, I just think in the moment he should have stayed on the bottom, but even though he didn't, he still had a shot until Reddick went to the outside of Blaney. And that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. I almost, I, I kind of want you're, you're kind of guessing, honestly, right? Exactly. in that moment, like where, what's going to pay off, roll the dice. I kind of wanted to blame Blaney for a little bit just cause I feel like he, he left Matt out to dry a little bit. I, I mean, I understand he was trying to block, you know, himself to, to try not to lose too many spots, but it ended up leaving Maddie out, Maddie out to dry. I was um, going to bring that up too, playing devil's advocate. I mean, when you're going down that back straightaway on the final lap, he's got two technical teammates right, right behind mm-hmm. him. So right. he could, I guess in his mind, he probably thought he could pick either line and be good. Yeah. I mean, if he'd have held his line, though, I feel like he probably would have pushed Matty back to at least second place. I mean, that Penske would have gotten a one, two, three. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, Wood Brothers is not technically a Penske team, but they're Penske Alliance, so technically it would count D-W as a W. You used to talk about coopetition all the time, <laughs> and he always used to say on the last lap, coopetition goes yeah, out the window. window. Well, yeah, yeah. And it, it does. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, and again. You know, Blaney's in that position where do you help your teammate or do you try to block Reddick and, you know, try to save yourself from, from falling too far back in the pack? Well, and at that um, point, you can still get pushed to the win. Right, and then we're talking about the backstretch on the last lap. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Same. Like, it's there's no real win situation in, in that kind of, in that kind of uh, you know, outcome. No matter what you do, it's going to be the wrong thing to do. But um, we'll talk about more about Cup in a second. I want to get back to uh, Xfinity for a second. We had a couple of drivers that decided to switch points uh, and drive their points eligibility and go from one series to another um, in order to get points for the Xfinity series. Uh, Brett Moffitt switched from trucks to uh, Xfinity series and Joey Gay switched from cut to Xfinity series so they could gain Xfinity series points. Now you're probably thinking, well, what does that matter? Well, they start with zero. So all the points now, it, it doesn't really affect Joey Gay so much because I think he only had like two points in the season. Um, but for Brett Moffitt, he was actually doing decent with Nice. I mean, he was in the top 20 in points, so he would have conceivably been able to make the, the playoffs on points alone without a win, but now he gets nothing because he has to start back over in the Xfinity Series and hope that he can get into the top 20 in points and p- probably have a score a win with our motorsports before he can make the playoffs. So I want to bring this up because Tom and I debated it a couple times. Okay. Josh Berry won, yep. right? Yep. Should now now so they declared for points. They've got to get in the top twenty to make the playoffs, right? Shouldn't okay. Josh Berry be eligible? Nope. I mean, they no, because nope. Brett Brett Moffat and Joey Gase have ran every race in okay. both yes. in the Xfinity okay. Series this year, whereas Josh Berry unfortunately didn't because he didn't run the Daytona Road Course race, mm-hmm. which that's is not right. his fault. But I mean, again, that's right. a, you know, it's a to hindsight, as Nick likes to say. Yeah. Um, at this point, it's apples to oranges. So, well, what do you what do you guys think? I mean, I I think the rule. At this point, 
the the rule was made because of Kyle Busch because he was able to run all three divisions. You know, Carl Edwards has done it before too, run all the divisions and gain all the points and get all the money and get all the points from everybody else who runs on a regular basis. So they made the rule to where you have to declare which series points you want to go for at the start of the season. Um, but we've seen it happen with with Ross Chastain um, with two years ago now, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this year with uh, Brett Moffat and Joey Gase, where they start out in one, se- one series, but then the other series, maybe they think they have a better equipment, they have a better car, they have a better opportunity, and they switch over points. You know, mm-hmm. Ross Chastain did it three races or what, seven races into the season, which I guess is kind of where they are right now. Um, but he had a he had better equipment and was able to still make the playoffs and you know and, and go on a good run. But these two guys aren't. Now, Brett Moffin, I guess you can say yes. Our Motorsports is head and shoulders way better than you know Gase's equipment is. But at the same time, he still has a long road to go, Nick, in order to make it into the top 20 and probably have to win a race to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's funny because we had this conversation on this show before the season started, and I, I think we were all in agreement that it didn't make sense that he's running Xfinity full-time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's doing trucks too, but he declared for truck points. When our motorsports is the kind of team right. that can do what like yep. Jeremy Clements and Ryan Sieg does, yep. they could go up there, make the playoffs on points, maybe steal a win. It just didn't make sense to me. Nice does not have the uh, backing that they had when Ross Chastain was winning all those races. So I just seemed like it was the obvious choice. And now that he's finally doing eight, nine races in the season, I'm like, well, you just made it a lot harder for yourself. Way but harder. I think that should have yeah. been the move Wasted two months all ago. Momentum. Yeah, that's exactly right. So he's got a long, a long road to hoe, but hopefully, you know, I mean, Brett Moffitt is a great driver, and our motorsports has pretty decent equipment. He's got some opportunities to get some wins. So I've, uh, I've wiped my do. tears and finished my coloring sheet, and I've also started your AARP. Co- oh, <laughs> I've started the AARP <laughs> application cards as well for you two over here. So oh. I've done a lot in my time off. Yeah, and this is the Noah's last night on the show. We will be mm-hmm. back with more of the Inside Pass <laughs> in just a little bit. <laughs> um, we've got more talk <laughs> on, on the way. Stay with us. We will be right back right after these messages. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. 
He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. I feel like we should just break out on Matty D chant for, for him. Yeah. Hard just continues to break for him. My, my lord, he came so close to getting the 100th win for Wood Brothers. And if it wasn't for that, gosh darn caution flag. No, I'm watching Murdoch not unmute me, and I'm trying to lean over into Randy's <laughs> mic to talk. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so let's let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll, we'll talk about the Joe Logano situation. So Martin Truex Jr. brought out the caution flag with about, uh, what, you know, the less than 10 to go, right? It was like four to go. Four to go, yeah. Um, after, a, uh, after he cut a tire, and he went by the pit lane, from my understanding. I don't, I didn't see it, but I mean... He went a really long way around the racetrack, so he had to have passed some some sort of exit to the track to get off the racing facility or off the racing surface, so the race could continue on. He chose not to, and then the tire comes apart, and uh, the, the the carcass laying on the racetrack uh, causes the caution flag with Maddie D leading with four laps to go. So my question to the panel, and Nick, we'll start with you since you are a guest: Why did Truex decide not to go down pit road or get off the racing? like off the racing surface so the race could continue on instead of causing a caution flag and essentially and, and you know I, I believe this with my whole heart screwing Matty D out of a win hoping for a wreck I, I honestly think okay. what he was doing limping around hoping there'd be a wreck hoping there'd be a caution so he wouldn't have had to call those laps down, laps down pitting but yeah I don't think it was a smart move I, I think he should have just pitted there and bit the bullet because it altered the entire outcome of the race but i honestly think that's what he was doing there was only a couple more or three four more laps and he's just limping around saying all right hoping for a yellow hoping for a yellow and he ended up being the yellow throwing a tire carcass on the racetrack so not an ideal situation and yeah i i think that's what was going through his head though i never thought about that peter he went to the Kyle Busch school of how to bring out a caution slightly. <laughs> we saw Kyle a couple of weeks ago in the truck race. Spin, oh, my life. And, mm-hmm. well, a spin that wasn't a spin that brought out the Which caution. was a stolen Whose line, line is anyway? it anyways? Yeah, right. what, I think Hannah said it right. <laughs> Regardless, Kyle, or Martin Truex pulled off a Kyle Busch move to purposely bring out a caution, in my opinion, and try and gain as many spots as possible on the restart. <clears throat> and it sucks that that did screw Manny G out of the win, but, oh, well, that's racing. No. Yeah, I mean, I, we were in Orange County this weekend. Three out of, uh, actually, four out of the five here, um, and so I was camping. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's easy to forget yourself sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. I was you having fun. Believe me. Um, no, I forgot the guy that mutes me, which probably isn't the best. Um, <laughs> anywho, so we were lightly watching it. So did Truex not pit whatsoever when he had the tire? Because I thought he nope. pit it the first time and then came back out. No, I don't think he did. I think okay. he cut the tire and he limped around the bottom of the racetrack, like, like Nick said, hoping that they would yeah. so, throw the caution flag for him and the tire ended up coming so apart, yeah, which caused the caution flag. I mean, I think what Nick said is probably spot on. He was either hoping to uh, – three of – you know, one of three things, whether they wreck and then he was able to get to pit road or if he was able to just limp it all the way home or if tire carcass fell off and he got the caution. So – um, you know, we do see that sometimes, and it's unfortunate because we were coming down to a pretty good race. Um, but I, I assume that what Martin's thinking is is what specifically is best for Martin and his team. So uh, I guess in that that judgment call is is uh, how he. This the guy with two wins on the season already. So uh, versus Maddie D, who hasn't won a Cup race ever in his entire career. Um, I, I, I'm just I think a, you're a little biased. I'm a little, I'm a little bitter so. is what I, I don't, am. I don't, I don't think Truex was like, I'm going to throw a caution here to screw Matty D out of a win. Like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think he cares who was leading. Yeah, he doesn't really care who was leading. And no, I'm, I'm going to say. There's no way that we know Matty was going to win. I'm going to say I'm right and you're wrong because I, I like my version better. Um, and anyway, let's talk about uh, Joey Logano. Joey Logano, uh, of course, you know, a victim of uh, the the annual, what seems to be annual upside downage of some cars somewhere along the way during one of the four races that we have at the Super Speedways every year. This year, Joey Logano was uh, the one that went upside down, and and it really wasn't a, a hard crash. I mean, it was just you know it, it, he got airborne and went went upside down and you know came back over, but it did end up breaking 
um, one of the halo bars that goes around like, uh, right over your head. Uh, I don't. I, we have no visual aid in here, but there's a halo bar that goes right over the the driver's head. Um, that also has a like a crossbar on it, and the crossbar on the left hand side is it actually broke, and and that's where he the comment he made about having a roll bar in his head was actually true. Um, but it was what he said about how. You know he's thankful to be involved in the sport. He's thankful to be able to drive safe race cars, but at the same time, he's also wondering how much longer we can drive these kind of cars without causing serious injury. You know, obviously, in light of the the, the Derek Lancaster wreck, which you know ultimately injured him, why we continue to race under these conditions? Now, there's several different ways you could take this. I mean, obviously. He also you, made the comment saying that he was one hit away from being right. another Ryan Newman. Exactly. And which, then he also which tried, if you look at Bubba's true. on board, you, right. he I mean, was pretty close. That is very true. And then he also tried blaming this specific blowover on the big spoiler referencing the package they're currently running on the right. super speedways. Right, which I was listening to Race Hub coming in here, and, and uh, uh, Larry McDonald's was talking about how you know the, the cars have gone through. Like, he's been in the sport, obviously, for you know 40 years. Long time. And... He's gone. He's seen several different innovations of the car. They've made changes. It seems like every single year to make the car safer. And no matter what change they make, something still goes wrong. Like the cars still go airborne. The cars still get a lot of speed. The cars still do all the things that they want the to, to stop from happening um, when they go to the super speedways. So Larry doesn't think there's really a, a something anything we can really do because as technology grows and we continue to to change the cars to make the technology better. We're still going to have these problems unless we just slow the cars down enough to where they don't ever get airborne. But here's the thing that I think with that is what Joey was referencing, though, wasn't just the cars themselves. He was referencing the big spoiler in the sense that Mm -hmm. the package they're running is what makes them pack up. And then everybody starts pushing. And the pushing Mm -hmm. is what causes a lot of these wrecks and and the fact that they're all. um, So, you know, his his. saying was it's really nobody's fault it's just a product of the kind of racing that gets done on super speedways and so i think we all agree with that fact and you know i'm hoping that next year the the newer cars are going to make it again so that we can use the throttle and the brake and be able to actually have real racing instead of this packing and pushing and all of that that we do because it, it is the push that causes 90% of the wrecks that we have. Well, I, we've been pushing. Uh, we've Too been, long. We've been pack racing for years. And back then, we didn't push people into each other or push because people into the wall. you could use the throttle and the brake that, to move around true. the car. The dirty air wasn't such a factor. But Jamie McMurray said— Horsepower. Jamie McMurray's comment was, as long as you have a driver with a steering wheel and a gas pedal, in their, in, or a gas pedal in, in, at their feet and a steering wheel in their hand, you're going to have this happen. Because some driver somewhere is going to be stupid and do something they're not supposed to do well, at a moment they're not supposed to do it in and cause a wreck anyways, no matter how safe you make the But cars, you'll minimize it. You can minimize, you minimize, you can minimize right. the situation is all I'm saying. Yep. All right. And everybody knows that they're working on it. They're trying. That's true. And that's you know, that's what next year is about. That's no, why we've, true. I mean, that's also why we've, uh, you know, dropped horsepower since this, even this package. Because remember, when we first debuted this big spoiler, we were like going two twenty, like they were hitting mm-hmm. like two twenty. Mick uh, McMurray, McFlurry, McMurray. <laughs> That's me getting hungry again. Uh, Mick McMurray, the right sponsor. Yeah, he, um, he in practice at Talladega just a few years back, he hit like two hundred and twenty something, and then got spun and and flew over in yeah. practice, and then they cut us way down um, on that, and now we're running what one one ninety nine two hundred ish. And some drivers are like, okay, well, we'll ha- still have the same product of racing. Maybe we should cut ourselves down again. But, I mean, how far can you go? Where is it actually going to make a difference how, how much you cut it down when we still have this package? That's the thing. I it won't, it won't ever make a difference because we see cars get sideways on the interstate going 60 or 70 miles an hour, and they still flip. It's the laws of physics. When a vehicle is going at any rate of speed and gets turned sideways, it's prone to flip. See, my deal is, is I think what will make, I don't think you have to cut back to make a difference. In fact, I think that's part of the problem. I think if you have more horsepower and you could find a way, you've got to unstick the cars because the problem is the cars are so stuck to the track that they all pack up and nobody can get a run on somebody and drive around them the way that they used to be able to. And that's what we got to figure out how to do is get these the cars up 
you know, out of the racetrack a little more and make them so it's easier to spin and crash. Because when you do that, you give them more control of the pedals and less with this this downforce. Downforce is not a good thing in racing. Um, and we've get Indy, we've seen that with IndyCar, we've seen it with NASCAR, and it's just that constant. And of course, then when you try when when NASCAR starts to to make a change to fix it, the engineers get on their computers and go to the daggum wind tunnel, you know, and counteract what NASCAR did, right. Nick. So that's part of the problem is that you know every time NASCAR does something to to, to make it better, the teams all figure out a way to negate the change. Well, people, another thing, you, a lot of good points were just made, but another thing that a lot of people have been missing about this particular wreck was it wasn't a straight blowover like I've seen people calling it. When he got turned, yes, the car was getting light, but it was staying on the ground until he got that contact from Stenhouse, and that's what pushed him up and over, which we've seen multiple times over the last few years where cars will spin sideways at Talladega right. or Daytona. They'll get light, yeah. but it takes another car hitting them just need to that send lift. them up and over. So, yep. I, I, yeah, so I think they've done a very good job in that regard, stopping oh, blowovers sure. like agree. what we saw way back when. But, I mean, I, I think you're, you're not going to stop airborne accidents at Talladega and Daytona unless you tether cars to the ground. The only way you're going to maybe fix this is what Joey was hitting on, and that's the package. Just the way the package is, it forces people like Denny Hamill on the last lap of that stage to just push – everything he has into the back of Joey Logano while Stenhouse has given everything he has into the back of the 11. And it's just like, that's just going to end with somebody getting turned. And he's just lucky nobody hit him when he went upside down and Bubba almost did. I mean, that's just, you're, you're rolling the dice and playing with fire. And that's how it is at Talladega Daytona. It's mm-hmm. how it's always been. And I think they need to reevaluate everything next year after we get our first race with the next-gen car. Daytona be like, all right, what did we see here? Did we like it? Anything we got to change? I, I don't think it's worth doing anything right now because this car is going out the door in a few months. But, mm-hmm. yeah, next year, take another look at it. Yep, I agree. All right, we are going to step aside and take a break. When we come back, some fantasy NASCAR talk, which shouldn't take long. And uh, we're going to get to know Nick a little bit better when we come back from break. <laughs> so uh, as if uh, we don't know enough about him already. But, uh, anyway, we'll be back more after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing home. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. 
When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Michael and if you're not making it work on the outside, make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome to the inside pass, our uh, usual panel of uh, five uh, working the uh, studio while uh, Nick, our sixth member of our panel, is uh, calling us uh, from his remote uh, deserted island that he bought with all the money he made off iRacing. Um, and uh, all the money he will make off Fantasy NASCAR if he continues to whip our butts every week. Uh, I wonder how much it would cost for us to to, uh, get Nick to actually swap his points over to a different Fantasy League. (laughs) I'll take his points. (laughs) That's what we need to do. That's definitely what we need to do. I I made a mistake not betting on races this year. I mean, dang. Yeah, that's that's very true. Except for Dega. Yeah, you've gotten uh, yeah you kind of came out of Dega a little bit uh, worse for wear, but uh, at the same point you had uh, so much of a lead that it didn't really matter uh, too much. And uh, we'll do fantasy NASCAR in just a second. I wanted to uh, quickly mention uh, Casgrala because I said we were going to talk about him uh, at some point, and we didn't talk about him, but he got a top ten finish uh, for college racing. Um, making his uh, with third cup race, third yeah, third cup third start. start yeah. Third cup um, start so two top tens. My question, real quick, for the panel: Do you guys think that Cash should be the guy that takes the car to the Cup Series with Colleg Racing in twenty twenty two? Tom, no. Wow. Unless okay. they have no. two, Justin Haley should get that ride. Okay, in my opinion, right. even though Cass is doing as well I, as he is, I, I, I think they should put Cass on a road course. I think they should have a second car. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if they could have a second car and they could split that between AJ and Kaz, that'd be cool. Well, Kaz is running Coda, isn't he? I believe he is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he probably is. I mean, that's, I just think, yeah, I think Justin deserves it and I think Justin should get it. But boy, oh boy. I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody snatched Kaz Grow up. Look at Anthony Alfredo. Yeah. I was about to say that about Kaz, that if he isn't in the Cup Series at least part-time, if not full-time next year with Colleague, I think someone else will snatch him up because yeah. I think he's ready to take on a full-time Cup slate. Yep, I, I completely agree with that. All right, let's get to some uh, some fantasy stuff real quick so that uh, we can all lick our wounds on the other side of this. Um, <laughs> Nick DeGrit has such a commanding lead that I can't even count that high, uh, but Noah's in second place, so I, I, that much I, I can tell you. Um, we're going to go to Kansas this weekend, no Xfinity, so we're, we're back to Trucks and Cup this time. Uh, eventually, all three of them are going to run again, but I don't know when that'll be. Uh, Coda, I think, actually, or Darlington? Darlington, Darlington, yeah. Darlington. Darlington. So next week at Darlington, we'll have yeah. all three series. Um, so this week, Trucks and uh, Cup at Kansas. Uh, so, Nick, since you're leading the points, you get to go first. Who's your truck pick and who's your cut pick? How does that work? Well, I mean, Kyle's the obvious choice, but last time Kyle was in a race, I picked John Hunter, and he did me proud. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I will do that again, and I will pick John Hunter for the truck race. Okay, Cup. Uh, for for Cup, I'm feeling a Hendrick kind of weekend. I, I think Chase Elliott finally reaches victory lane this weekend. He'd be your best friend if he does that, um, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, all right, uh, Noah, you are next. Yeah, you know what? I picked Kyle when uh, he picked John Hunter and won, but I think it's going to be flipped this time. It's probably not going to be because Nick picked him, and he's paying these people <laughs> big bucks. But um, but I am going to go with Kyle Busch for trucks, and uh, at least he's a value pick. And I'm going to go with another value pick for, uh, for Cup, and I think it'll be a Hendrick driver as well, William Byron. He's had eight straight top tens now, second-place finish in Talladega, so he'll at least hopefully give me a top ten unless I've just ruined that for him. John Hunter promised that the, the next child they have, as long as it's a boy, he'll be named Nick. Um, all right, uh, so, <laughs> Tom, you're next. Wow. <laughs> Nick Nemechek. <laughs> Nick Nemechek. That's a nice ring to it. I'm Nick, next. Kyle Busch is going to win his first truck race of the year because it's Kansas, and Kyle Busch is going to win his first cup race of the year because it's Kansas. Next. <laughs> Noah. Or uh, Peter, sorry. Uh, for trucks, I'll make it short and sweet. Kyle Busch, because he's going to do Kyle Busch things. And for cup, I'll go Denny Hamlin, his teammate. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to piggyback off of Peter and do the exact same thing because eventually Hamlin's going to win. 
So I'm going to keep picking him until he eventually wins a race. He's, this is the third race in a row he's led the most laps and still hasn't visited victory lane. So eventually his luck has to turn around. And who would? why would you go against Kyle Busch? Because it's going to be either Kyle Busch or John name and check. So we're, and this will be the week that Kyle Busch gets in a wreck and we all lose points. <laughs> and Nick has a 1,000-point lead when we come back. That'll on, happen. On it will but, happen. Uh, He'll pay for it. Uh, that's it. All right, Chris. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself because it's going to be Kyle Busch or John Hunter, but I'm going to pick Ben Rhodes for the truck race. Well, he didn't go to Sheldon Creek again. And then, well, see, I, I would have. That's would have been my second. And game. then in Cup, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. Oh, I'm with Clint oh, Boyer. Yeah. And Boyer, oh wait, <laughs> he'll be excited either way. All right, uh, <laughs> before before we get out of here, I, I, I want. We, I feel like we need to get to know Nick a little bit better because we we don't we do? really know much about. Well, I mean. You know, I don't want to know do. anything. Other than his, other than his parents, I think no one really knows a whole lot about him. He's a mysterious figure who just randomly writes stories for Motorsport.com, and then when iRacing starts, it's like, oh, there's Nick. I, w- I will say, Nick, time is on your side, so maybe we won't learn too much about you. That's true. We <laughs> only have three minutes left, so we'll have to we'll have to make this uh, we'll have to make this quick. Um, so, gee, I don't even know Get where to, to start with it. That's what I'm the trying to trying to find the pizza question. All right, uh, so <laughs> Tom has has me doing question one. What is who who Rapid is your Fire quickly. Who is your biggest influence in your life? <laughs> uh, Silence I'll is golden. That's a heavy one to just start with. That's Tom's fault. I mean, parents, I'd have to say uh, Kobe Moore. He's uh, the guy that got me hired at Motorsport, and he's also the guy that got me into iRacing. So yeah, cool. um, yeah, he's had a quite an impact on my life. So he's the, he's to blame for everything. Yeah, Noah doesn't like him. He doesn't know him. <laughs> he knows he doesn't like him. Blame Kobe. All right, if you could time Hashtag. travel, would you go back or would you go to the future? Oh, back. What year? I don't want to see the future. The present scares me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. As far back as I can. Okay. Any particular reason why? Uh I love, I love reading up on the ancient world. There's, I love history, and yes. if I can go see like the Roman times, things like that, I just think that'd be cool. All right. Uh, if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? I <laughs> beating could, I never lose. Beating me? No, he already beats me and everything. You know, if Nick were, he already has invincibility. So. That's my superpower. If Nick were as slow <laughs> in eye racing as he is at this rapid fire game, <laughs> Joey no might actually win. Wait, no, Joey gotta, Gates would be a hassle. We gotta thing. ask the real question here: pineapple or pizza on pizza or not? Um, no. Never. Oh, gosh. No, God. never. First time I, I've <laughs> Thank been you. able to uh, appreciate you there, Nick. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's, here's a good one. Well, besides, our t- besides our show, what makes you laugh? I mean, it's gotten no. I, I don't know. My brain, my brain don't work, guys. It don't work too good on this. <laughs> okay, all right. Can we, we need try to take this? His, we need to take his brain in the shop. I, I got this. I got this. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Real quick. If you came with a warning label, what would your warning label say? Brain don't work too good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, brain don't work too. Brain wow. comes sold separately. I've got color and sheets. I'll send your we way. Finally, man. adult found, assembly required. We found something Nick cannot yeah. do. <laughs> exactly. He not very good at rapid fire. There you go. Cannot play rapid fire. Uh, Nick, we we all, we love having you on. It's so much fun, and I, I know you come on every single month, and, and it's always a pleasure to have you on. And you laugh with us, and you joke with us, and. Um, we wish you the best of luck. I know iRacing is coming up in the next. It's coming up later in the month of May, right? Oh yeah, got a lot of Indy at Indy action coming up in May. Going to be real busy. Yep, there you go. And of course, it's favorite, the favorite, his favorite time of year because Indy, the Indy 500, Defending Monaco, and Indy 500, um, everything going on. So uh, Nick will be quite busy. But uh, you guys make sure to go to motorsport.com and check out all of his articles. Nick, we appreciate you so so much, and we'll talk to you again next month. Thank you, guys. Look forward to it. All right. And Nick DeGroote, everybody. And uh, we have got to get out of here for the week as well. What a fantastic show we've had. Uh, the month of May is setting up to be a great month of shows for us, and we will see you for all of them down the road. For uh, everybody at WSSC, we are the Inside Pass. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.